I don't or what know. was the other option? Cookies, cookies and, and conversation. conversation. Oh no, definitely cookies profits. Cookie, cookie profits. profits. Yeah, and cookies like, and conversation is like so bland. I would like to point out that yesterday you said my energy is amazing, and today you said my personality is over the top. So no, it's it's over top in an amazing way. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant by that. <laughs> yeah, he's got like he's a little embarrassed right now. Can you see? Oh, it's yeah. really hot. It actually is hot in here. All right, let's talk. So so Joel, Joel Baumberger <laughs> is the official introduction. Would be he is. Um, homeschooler used mm-hmm. to be a homeschooler from there he's done like certain stuff with circuit riders ywam all that yep. stuff and um out of all of like my friends and i have a few of them um he's definitely had like i would say from the christian perspective and in general like he's just had an anointing over his life since i've known him in the way that like the lord just guides his steps and kind of just sends him places i do get sent and like yeah i don't know it's cool it's fun to watch my wife and i have moved 11 times or i think 10 times at least in almost 10 years of marriage where have you been well uh we've been here in good old lancaster pennsylvania (laughs) um and then we moved to huntington beach california and then we were in minneapolis minnesota up in the with the Eskimos all cold up there. And then we moved back to Huntington Beach. And then we were in Kansas City uh for like nine months. And then we were back here. And in those times we moved like a few different spots within those cities. So I count those moves. Um yeah. So it's been wild. It's been a yeah. wild journey. Yeah. It's awesome. So anyway, I grew up not grew up, but like I don't know when we met. Ninth grade or something. Yeah, somewhere around in high school. High school. We went to the same co op together. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of how it's been, and that's the story. Do you want to tell a little bit of your story, who you are, for people that don't know, and why you're here? I mean, we don't even know. Why I don't know here. why I'm here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I grew up like Doug said, homeschooled, youngest of six. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, I grew up as a Christian here in Lancaster County. Uh, met Doug, like you said, at a homeschool co-op. I also let, met my now wife at the homeschool co-op when she was 15 and I was 17. We started dating. It's awesome. I think you knew Amy for longer than you knew me. Is that right? Yes. You yeah. knew her from like way back in the day. Yes. Yeah. I remember one time on Valentine's Day, me and her hung out. I do remember that. Oh, wow. I was very Wait, mad. There was nothing, <laughs> literally never anything there. It was just, I don't actually, I didn't, I was not in the dating world, so I had no clue it was Valentine's Day. So we were hanging out and I was, and you guys were like broken up or something. Or yeah, we were, we, we were like, like we were taking a break. We were taking a break, I think. And I was like 18, maybe 16. And then I find out it's Valentine's Day. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm out with Doug. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she's like, no, no, it's not like anything like that. And she's like, we're just like, we're just going and like hanging out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> On February 14th. I had no clue until she brought it up. I was like, this is a bad idea. Like, why are we, why are we hanging out? <laughs> like, um, but no, I mean, since then, it's just been crazy to watch your journey. So, yeah. I think right now, especially, we'll talk about the social numbers since this is really about like marketing and all of that stuff. Um, you talk about your social numbers. 
You want me to talk yeah. about my social? Talk yeah. about your social because no one knows them better than you. Ooh, well, that's not true. I'm really bad. I have not been following my analytics at all recently. No, you don't have to know about view counts, but you just yeah, like yeah. Your followers. Yeah. So on TikTok and, right now, I have uh, 471,000 followers. Um, on Instagram, I have 89. Nine. Looked on the way here. All right. <laughs> okay. And then uh, on my YouTube, I just got, I think it's 150,000 subscribers, or maybe it's 147,000. Something like that. It's wild. <laughs> subscribers. And the story on how you got to yeah, that yeah, on yeah. YouTube that, is crazy. That is wild. What platform did you start on? Um, I started on, I mean, I was on Instagram and Facebook since the day is young, you know, because I was, that's what everybody was on. Yeah. And I mean, I had like maybe 1,500 to 2,000 on Instagram. And I got some engagement on Facebook just because I'm well-liked, you know, and mm -hmm. I travel around. So I just had a decent amount of following. Mm -hmm. But TikTok was really what, like, exploded. I went viral. And then I actually started getting what I would call, like, you know, more of like a social influencer status. Mm -hmm. um, so and that was during the pandemic, of course. Everybody started exploding on the pandemic. Man. Yeah. In a, in a weird way. Praise God for the pandemic. <laughs> it's kind of Tell me about like, it. That was the best days of my life. Honestly. And, and to be real, I mean, I know so many youth that talk to me and do say they're so thankful for the pandemic because they actually found Jesus in their living room or in their bedroom <laughs> on TikTok or Instagram because they had nothing else to do. Yeah. And the people were posting content on it. Right. And I just know so many people that God gave such crazy platforms yeah. during that year. Which all, it's so crazy, including myself, all of my friends who are doing like wild things took time to just not do anything. Almost, And like the pandemic was like forced that. Yeah. But like I find with every single person that I know that's doing something super crazy, they all took time like right out of high school, in high school, so at, at some point um if it whether it was a month or a year or whatever to just like either focus on god or whatever that or focus on what they want to do or try to sit there and just be quiet and figure out what it is right like almost like take a step back and assess yeah. things yeah. yeah i find that with everybody who's successful and so the pandemic kind of made so many people do that by force yeah which is why there's so much disruption in the marketplace in general totally right? it like forced innovation yeah it forced you to be kind of like i can't do things normally and then just, okay, well, what should I do instead? You know, right. yeah. Um, yeah. I never would have thought about just posting three TikTok videos a day on TikTok. And, but my friend was like, hey, I saw these other high schoolers doing it. And they were like getting a ton of following and reaching a lot of people for the gospel. And he's like, and, you know, at the time he was like, what beats the algorithm is if you just post three times a day and like you pick these like trending sounds, just try it. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. But honestly, it was so low production. I mean, yeah. it's not like I was like spending hours. I would just like literally quick film a 30-second video, right. post it. Um, was way less concerned even than I am now. And within four days, one of my videos hit like 350,000 views. I remember waking up in the morning and my phone was just like, ding, 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 ding. And I was just like, <laughs> what is happening? That and then I was like, what? It was so crazy. The first time that happens is like the best thing ever. Yeah. It's, it's like, good, but it's also kind of scary because it's literally like, I mean, they, they call it like slot machines. Uh -huh. It's like it literally releases yeah. like oh, yeah. dopamine in your brain. Yeah. 
So it's like I find myself incessantly <laughs> checking like a video because yeah. I just want that like hit of like, oh, look at all these more likes. I'm like, dude, get off that. Like, yeah, that's yeah. so not it. It's yeah. like so detrimental to our mental health. And I if think we you, let it get to us. Like, I'm sure you, I mean, I know I, I'm over it. I think, and I'm not even, we're, we're not half as viral as you are. And like, I'm sure you're kind of over it by now. Whereas yeah. like you're able to just post and be like, oh yeah, look, a bunch, like. Oh totally. look, another Millie. <laughs> <laughs> Remember our uh, first million view video oh, dude, on tiktok so we we it parked was... outside of the guy's house yeah. that we went to just to let him know that we did hit a million on a video we, really we, we, yeah we knocked on someone's door and offered them a cookie and then review it like, oh yeah i remember you would do the, the door knock and yep. jim was his name and people just loved jim <laughs> yeah. and and i just remember when we first hit a million it was like nine hundred eighty nine thousand people and and you were like let's go to jim's house it's gonna hit a million and we <laughs> sat outside right as we got there <laughs> And we went and told Jim it, your video hit a million. And then we did a whole series with Jim. And, oh, that's so funny. And Jim made us all uh, like a wooden carving. It was like a yeah. cross, too. It was yeah. Like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, he was like a wood carver. So he yeah. took us down in his basement and showed us all of his like different wood carvings awesome. and stuff. It's literally like mind blowing. <laughs> I remember, I think my first video that hit 2 million views and was just like, uh, it was actually a video about Psalms 23. It's a great video. But um, I remember I would like refresh it and then it was like 15,000 views. And then I refresh it, it's like 40,000 views. And then I refresh it, like literally like <laughs> so like, quick. What Slot is machine. happening? And that's like, it's mind boggling when I think about yeah. that many people across the globe right now are simultaneously <laughs> watching right. this video. I'm like, that is nuts. <laughs> yeah. It's really wild. It is really wild. Um, so anyway, you've experienced that. And the cool thing is about what everything is you've done that all by yourself you know yep. no production team no nothing with the help of god 100 percent, 100 percent. what were you doing pre posting three times a day like what was your job before covid well it's it was i've always been a full-time missionary um so do a lot of like mobilizing for events like gospel events do a lot of preaching uh and we would do like jesus clubs in high school campuses youth camps during the summer all sorts of things like that. So that's why it was like so I was like pulling my hair out during the pandemic because all the schools were closed. In California it was even more intense, you know, we weren't allowed yeah. to like do anything. So I was like Were you what you were still in California? You were in California yeah. during that whole thing. Yep. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah, I was in California. So I was like, what do I do? Like I what do I do with my time? You know, I I definitely didn't handle the pandemic well. Some people are like, Well, I just I'm enjoying the relaxing. I was just like <laughs> like I want to do something, yeah. um, but then the the TikTok actually gave ton of purpose because I was like, man, I can do this from my living room, and mm. I'm still like reaching people. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and so before, so when that before the pandemic, you were still. I mean, you were still working with Circuit Wide or YWAM. Maybe explain what YWAM is for people and all of that stuff and yeah. what you were doing there. Yeah, YWAM is a global missions organization called Youth with a Mission, and it's been around for over 50 years now, and it's decentralized youth, uh, youth missions organization. So there is actually bases on, in every country around the globe, um, and they have something like five, no, more than 5,000. I think that's, but there's thousands of full-time staff in these bases across the nation. And they run these schools called DTSs, discipleship training schools, six months of just three months. They take lecture, 
learning about the Bible, about God, and they take three months and they go overseas to some sort of outreach location, put it into practice. Yeah. So like you kind of alluded to, Doug, it's a great like gap year program. A lot of people take it as a gap year right out of high school. They'll take a little six months, do this. Um, anyway, so I worked with them. There's a particular base called Circuit Riders uh, that is based off of kind of like the Methodist movement of the Circuit Riders in the 1700s. And we go to primarily colleges and high school campuses in America and in Europe. So traveled to high schools, held events, held assemblies, did all sorts of unifying gatherings at universities, out in the quads. Um, so I've been to probably every state in America more than twice. Yeah. Um, just doing wild road trips. So many road trips. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's all also like it's decentralized so that all the staff are like volunteers. It's not like they're getting paid to do any of this. So right. you get like support. I mean, you have yeah, to so raise it's like your own support. You, every person it. raises their own support to go out and do it. Um, so, but yeah. then YWAM as a whole is like an organization. Yes. Gets donations. Yes. All that stuff. Yeah. 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 And then you went to low. So then now I remember, I mean, you've always done stuff outside of that too. Kind of your own thing as yeah. well. And so like preaching and different things like that. And yeah. just like, yeah. And that all started. So talk to, talk to me about like where that started, because it really comes down to like, I mean, even like your virality and everything that you've done with social is a lot like having to do with listening to what the Lord says. Right? Yeah. And so like before that, you weren't always like that necessarily, um, but you had like a huge transformation and then like a quiet time. And um, yeah, that time like completely tra tra changed the trajectory of your life. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I had um, it's my senior year of high school where um, I was in a bad place just mentally and a lot of things going on. Um, I had a lot of addictions um depression a lot of mental health issues and though outwardly you know people knew me as just like happy joel the party guy there was just a lot of like pain and hurt going on the inside and i thought what was going to fulfill that was snowboard as much as possible you know i always try to fill it with something and um the first day of snowboarding that year of 20 the season of 2010 into 2011 my senior year um my snowboards flew off the roof of my car, littered across the highway. Crazy story. I won't get into the whole thing. But long story short is I felt very clearly this thought in my mind as that happened. I kneeled down and just prayed because I didn't know what else to do. I was just like, okay, God, like protect my snowboard, protect my friends, you know, as they were running back to get it. And I've had this thought clear as day. Um, you need to give up snowboarding and follow God. And I was just like, I was already a Christian at the time, but I just knew that there was a, something was stirring inside of me that I needed to, like you were saying, Doug, like reset and reprioritize. So I just took that thought and was like, okay, I gave up snowboarding that winter and replaced all of that stuff with just pausing and seeking God, spending time in the Bible. I read through it in 90 days. Um, I prayed and went to different, like, uh, worship services. And then about two months in, I had just a profound encounter with the Holy Spirit. And I mean, it was just like nothing I've ever experienced. Like I met, I was like, for the first time, I was like, God is real. He knows me. And instantly I was set free from a lot of this mental health stuff, all this depression, all these addictions in a moment. 
And that's what really set me on this course. I just began to all of a sudden want other people to experience God, wanted other people to know God. And so my life just began to look differently. I started to host Bible studies. I started to just go out and tell people even on the streets, like, hey, like, do you know God? Just because I was so excited because he changed my life. Yeah. Um, so that was a little bit of that transformation encounter. And I mean, then there's been multiple steps from that. Uh, a lot of times it's through dreams. Like God will speak to me through dreams. Um, I had a dream one night that I was supposed to move up to the YWAM base in Harrisburg. I had a good job and uh, things were, it was awesome at the job I had. So I didn't think that I was supposed to quit it, but I had a dream that I was supposed to quit the job, move up to the YWAM base. So I quit my job four days later and then a month later moved up to Harrisburg and then started traveling to the Ivy Leagues, Princeton, Cornell, Yale, Harvard, and just uh, preaching on those Ivy Leagues. So there's been several iterations of that all throughout my life. Um, and it's all been based on just like, okay, I'm just going to continue to steward it's in my hand, but then I'm always going to ask God, would you redirect me if you want mm. to? And he always does. Yeah, That's, uh, I mean, that's, it, it's, it's crazy how similar, I mean, my story is kind of the same way. I mean, but it came a little later and it's with me and Sarah, with Taylor Chip, even like me and Sarah as a thing. Like I was very yep. much like not interested in like dating. I wanted to be a successful, you know, billionaire. That was like, uh, that was my, my dream. Yep. So marriage was going to get in the way of that. Little did I know <laughs> <laughs> it was the opposite. But, um, but like I, so I like, we were, me and Sarah started dating and then I broke up with her. And then the Lord said in like, I don't know if it's audible, but it's as clear. Like I get certain words from the Lord throughout my life that are diff like definitive and just change the trajectory yep. of everything. And so that was one of those times. And so he said, you're going to marry this girl. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then I got married and it's been great. And so like after that, it was the same thing for when we started Taylor Chip. It was like not something like I wanted to do the thing, but I didn't have any vision for a cookie company. Right. And so it was the same way. Like I heard like the, we both me and Sarah came into alignment and both heard the Lord say like, here's this opportunity. He put it right out in front of us yeah. and he's just like, do it. And, um, we're like, okay, well, it sounds like a stupid idea, but we'll try it. Yeah. Um, and so, and in the same way, like during the pandemic, like, I don't know if you feel like you just, did you get on TikTok and all that stuff on your own fruition or did you feel like the Lord was like pushing you there? It was actually through, that was one that was through a friend. Um, he, we worked really closely together yeah. and he just was like, Joel, you have to get on TikTok and start posting. It's like, my team's been doing it and we've been seeing people reached. You've got to do it. And I was like, okay, what do I have to lose? So I did. And then it just instantly yeah. took off, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for us during the pandemic, like right at that two week mark, right. Where everything was kind of starting to happen. I felt like I didn't, nobody knows what was going on necessarily. I mean, there's definitely Illuminati playing cards that would tell you, you know, okay, this is just happening a little sooner than we thought. When they said yeah. two weeks just to flatten the curve. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I had no, I mean, I realistically not like some sort of genius. I didn't know what was going on necessarily, but I was watching a video um, on like Facebook and it was this guy who was in the hospital with COVID. Mm. And it was just like, it was playing on um, like a CNN branded video, but it was on a Facebook watch, right? And so I'm like watching this and out of the screen came this like dark 
figure and, and then it like opened its eyes at me right wow. so it was like a cloud and then the lord spoke to me from behind and said this is fear changed nothing wow and so that's what and that's how we grew a lot during the pandemic is we just said okay well we're not we're, that's the word like, right we're not going to change anything we're not going to bow to fear no we're, we're not gonna literally going. we're going to stay 100 percent open now we were whatever it's called what's it called like like uh we were you're bad boys no in, bad in kids. like the government labeled each thing as like necessary or not necessary oh yeah, yeah. whatever they called it i forget essential what oh essential, essential. they yeah. were quote essential but I mean, oh, you need your cookie fix, man. Yeah, yeah. essential right. service, baby. <laughs> but even so, like, we never, we never changed literally a single thing. Right. And uh, without going into details, but like, yeah, and 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 we got lots of one star reviews and lots of all different types of things that that in the end didn't really matter because people were just so grateful. Yeah, that like we were open and we grew like four hundred percent that year. Yeah, so it's like, I but yeah, it's the same. I mean, it's the same principles. I think. It, I think when you're listening to the Lord, He really guides you, and so. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. It's so true. That's so good. I also remember hosting a gathering during 2020 because oh, wow. youth were they were already gathering. There's like 90 kids in a backyard gathering because some churches weren't open, so they just invited me to speak, and I was like, "Dude, we got to do it!" Heck yeah. So we had 200 gather in a field. It was an open field. And we saw 50 kids baptized on the creek. I mean, it was insane. And then we saw 500 gather two weeks later. It was wild. Kids were just, they were coming from snap stories. They were like, I don't know why I'm here. I, somebody showed me a snap story of this, you know? And they're just <laughs> yeah, like, that's, a, that's crazy. And, and there was just like more 50 kids got baptized in the creek again. But then one of my posts kind of went viral. This is even before the TikTok. No, no, it was Rice TikTok was starting for me. One of my posts went kind of viral, and dude, I got slain. So many one-star yeah. reviews. Oh my goodness! No people, people <laughs> like, literally following, really? or like, yeah, what was the response? I mean, they were wishing death on me. Oh, I wow. literally had comments of people saying like, "I wish you would catch COVID and die, uh, go back to California, you plague rats." Like, I mean, they Why? were saying clearly, <laughs> they were saying, yeah, California, go to California. <laughs> people filled with the, the Lord. Yeah, yeah, I was. It was well. Interesting. It's just fear is just wild. Yeah, like. And I still have a hard time reconciling that with like how the church always handled it because it's like, to me, I was like, I wanted to, I don't know. I just, I, I was like, fear is so like demonic. Yeah. And it's so wild and it's so hard to uh, like, why would, if like, if I'm not afraid and I'm facilitating an atmosphere of no fear, then right. we, we've seen, we saw a ton of people, we saw people, lines and lines of people that were not afraid as well or right. like willing to risk it because right. it was like some sort of, some glimpse of normalcy. Right. And so, yeah. And I mean, we're, now we're getting into this topic, but I would say that <laughs> the most of like the churches and even businesses to a degree that I've seen thriving right now are actually largely in due to how they handle the pandemic. Hmm. Like I spoke at a church just in Minnesota and it grew a ton and talking to a lot of the congregants, they said that they started to come during the pandemic because their church maybe shut down or, and I mean, I think everybody shut down for a certain period of time, certain churches, but then others started to be like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to take a stand down and do something yeah. a little bit different. Yeah, definitely. Um, and not even so much in like a defiance, like middle finger to the government. I, I personally am not like that. Like 
that's not my desire. That's me. <laughs> or or, or just out of a like, hey, there's a level of like, One like star. you're saying, there's fear and we don't have to bow to that fear. Right. And there's something that we can do differently. So, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, uh, COVID talk. I love that. I know. How do we get? How do we get there, man? I haven't, dude. I haven't I don't opened even that know. can of worms in years. Uh, yeah, man. I, don't know. I think that it was like woo. makes well, me want to put on a mask got, and said, party. You said freaking COVID and TikTok, and that's how you got on TikTok. Mm-hmm. He, he still has some bent up stress that yeah. he has to get out about COVID. I no, know, I, I was that so. was the most unstressful time of my life ever. Like that was great. Ninety down the highway. One like, <laughs> like, like I remember like Sarah and I being like what? flights to Florida this, with no dude, one on it. Flights to Florida with no one on it. PJ, oh my, oh my, commercial goodness. flights. That it you was own. literally like I remember being on flights with like one person. Yeah. Did you go down there with Taylor Chip? No, or just for vacation? just for vacations. Yeah. Like we just that went. was before you guys did the reviews, bro. Yeah, yeah, that was way. Before. Yeah, I was still working at a bank during COVID. Yeah. Where, where oh you? man, bro. Yeah, yeah that Sheesh. was rough. So. So did you ever have to grind then on social media? Cause, or did you just like, did you always just create content when... He was, un- he is anointed, look at him. That's what I mean. So it's like, does God always give you the words to say? You just like hit record and then when he tells you to stop. Dude, Mr. One Take Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a show coming on my YouTube channel. We that do. These boys are I mean, you helping do. me film. And dude, I was, I was One Take Wonder just yeah. every time. I didn't have to retake Sheesh. it once. Dude, 15... Except for the time when the audio didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I let you finish your intro because I'm like, he's going to have to say this at least a few more times, you know? No. So I was like, and then I was like, before he goes into the first segment, let's cut him off here. But yeah. But like, dude, like 15, 18 minutes of just like, just knowing what to say. Just, it was amazing to watch yesterday. Because he's used to dealing with me. He was like, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when you have like 10 years of preaching to young people and just like, sharing inspirational messages in small team times to like teams that are sent out as well as to entire rooms mm-hmm. and churches. It just becomes like riding a bicycle, you know? Right. Um, and then for the past two and a half years doing it on TikTok, I mean, I would say that I did grind cause I put in the work and I put in the hours, but I would say that it was probably way easier than a lot of other creators. Mm-hmm. Um, Sort of because of by nature, like the nature of my content as a Christian creator is much easier because the Bible's already written. Mm-hmm. So I literally sometimes can just share a scripture, like literally right. read a scripture. That's what I did for the first six months is I remember I read through the entire book of Ephesians on, on little TikTok. I, I did oh, wow. a minute long videos. So I read like four chapters of Ephesians. You got like 300 pieces of content. Yeah, just I, just like, was like, I, I just read the scripture and then yeah. just explained a little bit, read the scripture. And I read through the whole book of Ephesians and kids ate it up. They loved it. Right. Um, so it was, that's like easier because it's not like other creators who have to like work hard to think creatively of like how to create it. Yeah. Of course I had to package it in a certain way, but. It's just, I think, a little bit. Easier. So, are, are you concerned about hooks? Then, are you looking at the first three seconds? Like, how much effort are you putting into like the videos that you create? I mean, yeah, especially as I've grown, I've learned. Sarah's the, vacuuming again. I'm so sorry. A lot more about. <laughs> Yo, what? I've learned a lot more about hooks, um, and I've always been like, I'm an energetic guy, right? And I'm just like a very like intense guy. So I think that always grabs people anyway. But from my like preaching days, I've known that, okay, you got to capture an audience right away. So I'd always just like, what can I say that'll just kind of capture the audience? Um, So, yeah. Yeah. You got to stop vacuuming. 
you got to stop vacuuming. We're filming a podcast. Yes. Yeah. You're like right <laughs> over top of us right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> this, is, this is constant. Um, I don't even know where we were because I was like, no, he was just talking. He was just he talking. Said, Do I have to think about hooks? Yeah, like oh, how yeah. much? Yeah, how much work does he put into actually like creating the stuff? Because yeah. even when before I knew him and that you guys knew each other, all of his content was just like very natural. It was like you hitting yeah. record, you just talking. Well, I mean, then, it's like clearly you have a gift for yeah, for hundred percent. Some would so. say it's supernatural. It's super. Uh, <laughs> get it? It's get natural. It? Is, that's a good podcast isn't name. Everything's supernatural. It is. It is. Oh yeah, Sid Roth. Yeah, it's, supernatural. Like, it's supernatural. It's supernatural. Oh, what a guy! I had a um, book publisher who said that I I reminded them of a young Sid Roth who does this show called It's Supernatural. It's probably nobody listens to this podcast probably knows that is at all. But no, but it's great. It's great. It's it's old guy who just talks about God moving in just yeah. the most crazy ways. <laughs> yeah, but he's got he's got long form content down for oh, sure. For sure. Yeah. I don't is he still he, around or is he? No, he's 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 he's. he's I don't I don't know actually. I mean, I'm sure. I would imagine. I, I think he's probably like in his like seventies though. Yeah. Oh, wow. Young. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For young. sure. For young, sure. anointed, and making yeah. TikToks, which is so crazy. I mean, we're all. Well, you turn thirty. I turn 30 next week. On next Wednesday, week. yeah. Woo! On Wednesday. So we're all just like barely touching the surface. I think 36 is officially midlife. Hmm. Officially? Yes, yeah, statistically. Uh, I was going to say, I'd say 40. It's more like 40 because I'm definitely going to make it to 80s. Well, I think yeah. all of us here are probably going to outlive the statistics. I'm going to still be I'm going to still be running a marathon when I'm in my 70s. I like that. I yeah. Feel. I won't be. <laughs> That's <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be lifting at the gym probably. No more talk about sixty-five. That's oh, for I, sure. I cut that out. Like it's been a while. No more Taco Bell. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. He's a fiend for Taco Bell or McDonald's. Me and Doug have some great stories of Taco Bell. Um, Backwards. Yeah, we drove backwards the <laughs> through the drive-through. <laughs> Always, you can't drive. <laughs> were you ever filming this stuff it wasn't no it was, it was no, before it was that, days it was like no i mean you i remember well, i was probably like man i was probably like 11 or 12 when youtube like announced and i remember seeing the tv commercial for it yeah at this house that we were cleaning and i was just like that is a tv commercial for youtube yes it was a TV commercial <laughs> for YouTube. Well, and you had to have like a really expensive, big, bulky camera yeah. to I make was like, video. I was like, right. that's why. Like, I thought, I remember seeing the commercial. I was like, that's so, ex how am I going to, how would you ever put yourself on? Yeah. It's like <laughs> Bitcoin. Here we are. It's like Bitcoin. When you first find out about Bitcoin, you're like, oh, that's cool. I don't right. know how to use it. And then you forget about it until it's at like 60 grand and then you buy it. Wait, so this driving backwards idea was just like an original idea where you guys were just like, you oh, yeah. know what? I don't want a taco supreme going forwards. I want to pay he for it going backwards. always had to backwards. drive through the drive through backwards. He just always did it. My favorite was when we drove through the drive through backwards. 
the Taco Bell drive-thru lady is like, she wouldn't serve us. She was like, "What are you doing?" And then Doug said, "Oh, it's because it's because my door is broken." As my he's door saying that, his window is physically down, and she can see that it's down. He's like, yeah, it's because the door is broken. And she's, but you're oh, like, that makes sense. you're starting where you normally start out, right? And you're like yeah, in yeah. reverse the yeah, whole way. In reverse, you're not, you're not going through it backwards. We're go, we're driving the car in reverse. Oh, dude, this is so good. Um, and it that was, needs I to think, be back on TikTok. I think it was more like Doug's desire to just like show off his driving skills. Right. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But I think, Doug, you should do that in the Lambo. <laughs> can we can we do that after this? Can we go film Doug driving <laughs> the Lamborghini in reverse through the Taco and say, Bell And say that your window's broken. Okay, say we'll your driver's... <laughs> we'll do it for your... We'll do it for your TikTok. And, you'll, and you can like preach to them once we get there. Oh, oh dude. my goodness. That is such a great idea. Wow, that wow. is so crazy. Yeah. Or walking backwards through the drive-thru. Yeah, I mean, that's like... That's fine, too. A lot of them won't let you do that because they say it's a safety hazard. So then walk. you walk backwards. Yeah. And you're like, well, this is... Now I can see what's behind me. Right. Oh, that's true. Ah. That makes sense. Okay. Well, this has been a wonderful time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get you gotta get going. Yeah, what time is it? You got, yeah, you do have to get going, so... No, it's been great. I mean, as far as, like, Thanks for coming on. Oh, of course. This is so fun. Okay, yeah, this. I feel like this is great because, I don't know, it's outside of your normal TikTok, TikTok stuff. And so yeah, you, so people are going to see it and they're going to follow you. What do you got? All five people. All five people. No. It might go well. It might go well. Tell, tell the people what you have going on in your life. Yeah, that would be great. Oh, what do I have going on? Well, I have yeah. three kids, so that's enough to just fill your day right there. Right. Um. <laughs> I have this summer here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, we're doing, I just announced, we're doing the Jesus rallies, as we call them. We gather under a tent um, at Ephrata Community Church uh, every Thursday night at 7 p.m. for the month of June and July. That'll be a ton of fun. Last year we did it, saw over 150 baptisms, uh, saw several notable miracles, and we had about a thousand or more people kind of spilling out of the tent all summer. It was super fun. So come to that. That'll be a great time. And then that's kind of going to culminate in this event that we call the Send, um, which will be at Santander Arena in Reading on August 5th. And that'll be 10 whole hours uh, in the arena with bands like Upper Room, Jesus Image, Lindy and the Circuit Riders. And that whole goal is to get young people activated to live on mission for Christ. So there's practical outcomes. Those whole 10 hours are, are teaching them, okay, how can you live on mission in your high school, in your college, in your neighborhoods? Here are practical opportunities to go to the nations. Here's how you can foster and adopt kids. You know, So the goal is for the kingdom of God to come, the church to activate, to actually fill that, com- that great commission. So you can find out more information at thesend.org. And for you non-local people, we're also going to Boston, um, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Nashville this year in different arenas. So check it all out at thesend.org. Really, those gatherings are going to be so impactful. That's what I spend most of my time doing, nice. just kind of calling pastors, talking to churches, getting everybody stoked about that because I truly believe it's a the move of God. Yeah. yeah. What's the What's the pitch when you like call a pastor? What's the pitch? Yeah. Like ring, ring. What do you sell? Tell this. Tell the pastor. Do you want to be a part of a move? God. Right. I'm just like picturing a super salesy call about like, 
you want to bundle your warranties? And- <laughs> no, I mean, I usually just, uh, it's more about like, okay, uh, our goal is to serve the churches. Right. So it's more like, hey, what are you seeing God do in your church? And then how can we serve you? Well, check this out. We have this opportunity that we actually will trust will serve your congregation. Because a lot of those, especially these smaller churches, don't have a big missions uh, organization or they don't have even a great outreach program and they need somebody to come in and provide that for them. Um, and then the bigger churches we can partner with and actually send uh, volunteers to and, and do all sorts of, like we partner with big missions organizations and local missions organizations so that when people are in the arena getting like stoked to do something, then they can just go back to their local church or this local ministry get plugged in so my my big thing is when i talk to the pastors i'm just like hey how can we serve you and and we see how we can serve them yeah yeah love Love that so the send.org the send.org and joel bomb on instagram tiktok tiktok youtube youtube is at joel bomb of course dude i got that i got that joelbomb.com I don't have that yet, but oh well, you better get it. Right. Yeah, if you guys want to make me a website, it's if it's not, time. I mean, I've, if that's available, <laughs> let's like, look right now. Joelbomb.com. I mean, I could always just Joelbomb.com. So here's the thing: Joelbomb.com.com. <laughs> Joelbomb.com. My name is Joel Bomberger, right? And a lot of people on TikTok don't know that, so they literally just think like <gasps> Joelbomb.com. B-O-M-B? Yeah. Holy cow, you gotta buy that. How much is it? What do you mean? It's like 10 bucks a year. Oh, okay, amazing. Wait, Joel Bomb? Joel Bomb. Dot com. Dot com. I'm not Dude, that is your that's that is available. That I'm is a go great right name. now and buy Joelbomb.com. Like you know you you, you, you <laughs> so have bought funny. domains before. You know how to buy domains because you need yeah. to literally do it like today. I should. Joelbomb.com. If you don't do it, I'll do it for you. It's just transfer is annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like I should just Joelbomb.com. All right. So you can also find me at Joelbomb.com. <laughs> yeah. Right now, you'll probably go there and it'll say 404 not found, but yeah. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> wow. That's history right here on this podcast. Joelbomb.com. That's freaking crazy. That, that is, is really cool. That Put is that on a t shirt, too. So crazy. That's oh, God, everybody. He does cool things with your life. Including gets you your domain on wow. a dot com domain. That's <laughs> but, but don't you think I should do joelbomberger.com? Dude, no, you can. It's very bomb. official. You can but bomb. Spell B E R G E R? Yeah. B U R G E R. No, no, no use. No it's use. A burger. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a B O M B E R G E R. Correct. How much is, is that one up there, too? <laughs> they're all going to be 10 bucks if they're available. <laughs> no, no, because. No, we had like when I when I worked with the creative agency, Honest Media. Yeah, I'm sure they're buying like they want like candy.com or something. And then, yeah, 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 it's gonna and be it was it's gonna like, be a million too. It was so expensive. Purple Mattress paid a million dollars for their domain. Oh my god. Because I used to visit Purple all the time. It was my favorite. Because it was just a website that was like purple and it just said, We believe this website is worth one million dollars. Here's the email. <laughs> and I was just like that was my favorite website in high school purple.com and then freaking purple bought it all my joy oh Go my on. gosh that was like Whoa. the most valuable website on the internet that is hilarious a million dollars <laughs> for that domain you're just taking like domains ransom yeah that's what that's there's a whole people industry people actually it. do that yeah that's a real thing I did the, I've started doing that on lemon 8 are you on lemon 8 no have what you heard that? of it? No. It's a new social media platform. <gasps> Did you post our first post to it yet? No. Cameron. No. 
What are you doing? Doing other things. No, there's no other things to do. We this can is do it today. Best reach right now. He's managing my social now. <laughs> what is what is what is lemonade? I sent you the link and everything. I set it all up. Can yeah. it be? I mean, I lemonade. I, I see what it is, new, but um, I, I honestly don't know. I think it's exactly. like a photo well, thing. It doesn't matter. I mean, there's reach. I mean, like it doesn't matter though. There's reach. It's like it's it's like it's like music ly. Nobody mm. took that seriously, right? Nobody Ex- did, except until, for except for my little niece. Back. But you know the really cool thing is what? be real. You can find me on be real too. Is it Joel Bomb as well? <laughs> be real is gonna blow up. One it's our. It's blown up, dude. What are you talking it, about? It was. It's like Snap. It's so it's good. past its prime, y'all. Be real's past its prime. Yeah. Snapchat's past its prime. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I'm surprised at how many high schoolers are still on Snap, and they use it as just a form of messenger. Right. And I was actually surprised at how many like the youths, you know, the the youngins. They use Instagram as a messenger too. Right. Like more than like consuming content on Instagram, they use it as just like a messenger app to message yeah. their friends. Instagram and Instagram is like texting. Yeah. And Facebook is like email. Yes. Hey Amen. Probably. I don't know. Facebook's more like faxing at this point. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you use your Facebook? I do. Yeah. It's, it's probably blowing up. Facebook. It's like a... Facebook is a whole different audience for me. It's oh, really yeah. interesting. It's a, the most valuable audiences on Facebook. When I, they're very highly bought in. When I post all my in-person stuff about like Jesus rallies or testimonies, yeah. it's like they eat it up. But if I do more like the inspirational stuff or like just the scriptures and things like I do on TikTok. Yeah, they don't care. Like, they don't care about that. Our Facebook yeah. has, we have, we just crossed over 100K on Facebook. No way. Yeah. Legit. That's like, it's a great platform. Big People sleep on it, but it's yep. like, no, we, I have, know. we have videos on there with like over 20 million views. Dang. I know if you can get, I haven't figured out the Facebook like uh, reels deal yet, but I mean, they always pop up on my feed. I mean, you figured out the YouTube shorts and just <laughs> post do. the same thing you post everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's true. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's the strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook is like where old content goes to die to relive yeah. to know to relive no, to, to live relive in eternity life. yeah it's, yeah yeah it's where your mom a, gets a hold of your content <laughs> yeah <laughs> to live yeah. a live a new life yeah <laughs> it, it really is like people sleep on the facebooks but the facebook the face page freaking profitable it's a it's talk It'll about never die. talk about cookie profits not for cookie them but for us profits everybody everybody Thank that you so was much. an episode of cookie profits with joelbaum.com and uh so somebody great. listening to this podcast is gonna go buy it from underneath me no, right now. <laughs> if, you, if you don't have it bought by the end of the day, I'm gonna have to buy it for you. I'll gift it to you. Yeah. But that's you awesome. need to buy it. Okay. Everyone, thank you very much. Blessings and um yeah, kill it. See you next See time. You next time.